The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host or guest and should not be interpreted as statement of fact. Independent fact-checking and corrections are encouraged. Go get a cup of coffee in here, please. Cursing already, before we even get started. Good morning, folks. I hope you're having a wonderful day wherever you are. It's Monday, February 13th, 2023. I'm a little bit beaten down, uh, not feeling it today. I am going to be having a minimalist day today as far as work goes. And maybe even the show will get cut a little bit short. Um, Not to be too much of a drama queen, but old. Old and beaten down, not sleeping well, and um, even my wife was a little concerned, like, what's wrong with you last night? Uh, So, I will be taking it a little bit easy today, but I did feel, like, obligated to keep the numbers rolling (laughs) with the show, Um, and there are a couple of things I wanted to talk about. Uh, Number one, I did not watch Super Bowl. I don't partake in Super Bowl nonsense. Um couple of things that I want to talk about uh, about that apparently people forget people forget that they uh, were calling for an NFL boycott and then you see these people and this is like for years now this is like seven years of no boycott they have no backbone <laughs> and I knew they didn't have a backbone for it when they over Kneeling, it was seven years ago that they called for that boycott. Time flies, right? But um, they've had problems with the NFL. I'm saying they, they know who they are. People of a, a certain political as, uh, affiliation in, a, in America, they have a problem with the NFL. And then they watched the big celebration of the NFL, which the Super Bowl is, it's a promo for for the league and make sure you watch next year. And they complain. All they do is complain. They complain that about national anthems and how they're played or, or other songs and how they're and why they're played. Uh, they complain about the game. They complain about commercials. They complain about everything. Don't watch. Remember, you're boycotting it. Hello. I'm sorry, I'm getting worked up. I'm not. I don't feel well enough to get worked up over this stuff, but it's just so friggin' ridiculous. The answer is simple, just as it was with the Grammys. Don't turn on the box. If the box makes you angry, don't click the button that makes the box come on. It's pretty simple. But to make a po- big political thing out of it, I think they enjoy it. They enjoy looking for things to say, 
oh, look how woke America is. And like, you know, first of all, they love weaponizing the word woke. Anybody who calls themselves woke is falling into that crap. I don't consider myself woke. I consider myself trying to be a better person day by day, trying to understand, trying to have a little bit of humanity, a little bit of compassion. We talk about uh, liberty and justice for all. How about compassion and humanity for all? If that's woke, if you want to put that on me, you have that right. But fuck you. I'm not accepting that label, woke. but Because they love to make it a fucking weapon. So there it is. Super Bowl. I uh, did not, again, don't watch the game. Don't care about the game. Don't care about the sport. It's an excuse for a party. But then the commercials, uh, people, a lot of people just watch them for commercials. You're a slave to fucking corporate America. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to put it so harshly, but you're watching commercials. You're actually paying for the event by watching the commercials of things you don't support and never want to support. There was some reaction to some of the commercials and i don't know i'm wondering you know as a person who doesn't watch a second of it what some of the outrage is about uh tubi commercial i guess or tubby whatever that streaming services commercial for them that people were outraged about they're just outraged so super bowl's over good let's move on um the other thing which is I don't know. People don't seem to be all that. Well, maybe there's two kinds of, or three or four different kinds of platforms on, on social media these days. And I think Twitter is unique in that uh, it spreads news faster. Because I go back and forth from Twitter to Facebook. And on Twitter, nothing but UFO news, UFO being shot down in America. And then you go over to Facebook, not a mention of it. Like, two different worlds, two different metaverses, if you will. UFOs being shot down. Now, are they all balloons? We can. The government, I believe, is saying they believe they were all balloons. China is now saying there have been many balloons uh, that the U.S. has floated over their country in the last year or so. And they don't shoot them down. Now, distrust China all you want. I believe that's the case. We, If they're doing it to us, we're doing it to them. I'm really shocked that balloon technology is still a thing in 2023. Don't we have better technology than balloons? Um, but they call them UFOs and not sharing a lot of information with, with the public. To me, that's concerning. You're shooting down... Unidentified flying objects, unidentified. You don't know what they are. You you may believe they're balloons, but can we see? No evidence, no uh, no pictures, no nothing. Nothing to explain what the hell is going on. And so the, the issue comes up now where has this been going on all along and we haven't Detected it any uh Jacobson. I think that's her name. Uh 
could be I could be wrong about that. It's early in the morning. Uh, she's an author who writes about military stuff. Writes about you know she wrote about Operation Paperclip. She this is her bag, and she points out how if they're dangerous enough for the government to deem they have to be shot down, then they should be shot down before they reach the continental United States. It's a security disaster because the job of military intelligence is to pick that shit up before it reaches our coast. This is over the mainland, four of them now. So no matter how you look at it, it's it's a big mistake. It's a, a failure on the part of national security to even have to shoot these things down, no matter what they are. Now, what are they really? China is using balloons to uh, spy on us? I would think drones or even pilots in traditional aircraft would do a better job of spying than balloons. But if this stuff was always happening and we're just noticing it now, who, how much could they have gotten? You know, And what are they getting? What kind of information are they getting from balloons? I don't claim to know anything about this stuff. It's just very, very curious. Now, there was, uh, David in the chat room, David said Russia for decades was allowed uh, a once-a-year fly over the U.S., I did not know that. Uh, yeah, sure, we'll allow it once. Um, <laughs> there was a thing here. Now, the United States, the United States tells citizens, U.S. citizens to leave Russia immediately. Why? I mean, you could guess why. But to come out with that statement last night, to get out of Russia today, that's a little concerning. Like, what's going on? Uh, is, are we going to see some kind of escalation or something? Um, what should we be prepared for? Uh, maybe some of these things you're shooting down, not Chinese, as we're all assuming. Um, so a lot of questions on a Monday morning for a guy who feels like he's dying. <laughs> uh, the other thing. And this might be a very short show, and I, I apologize for that, but I'm really not well. Uh, a sex cult in, here in New York State um, that I did not know about. Sarah Lawn, and I guess there's a new documentary out, which is why it's uh, in uh, being talked about in the news today. Um, an Ivy League, Sarah Lawrence College. I never even heard of it. I should have. I, I'm embarrassed that I don't know about this because it's an Ivy League school. Should know about these things. Should have heard about Ivy League schools before. A uh, 40-year-old survivor of a sex cult ran by a fantasist out of New York College. Out of a New York college, has described how she fell victim to Larry Ray, becoming a brain, becoming so brainwashed she initially wanted to testify in his defense. Felicia Rosario, now 40, is one of uh, five men and women who succumbed to raised warped beliefs and whose testimony helped convict him on sex trafficking, racketeering, and extortion charges. He was sentenced in January to 60 years in prison. He's 63 years old, running a sex cult. 
I, I could be running a sex cult. I'm 63 years old. How do you, it's, it's baffling. When, I, you know, I don't think somebody actually has an idea that maybe they do. Maybe I'm totally wrong about this, but it's, it would seem very far-fetched for somebody to actually plan on starting a cult. I think it happens spontaneously, organically. I don't know. The guy was out there just uh, doing his kinky shit, and people started following along. That's the way I would assume it happened. Like, I, don't, I don't see it as a planned out. I'm going to start a cult. Maybe that happens. Um, but it's, it's just so weird. Uh, and how you get into it, and then how do you get out of it? And now this, this Larry Ray guy, and all these cult leader guys, they seem so, you know, and listen, <laughs> it doesn't uh, affect my uh, standing as heterosexual to say these guys are not attractive. I can, I, I am comfortable in my own uh, sexuality that I can say some men are attractive and some men are not. You could see some men being, you know, a chick magnet. These guys who run cults are creep. They creep from the start. You can't. I can't imagine how any woman would find any of the whether it's the Nixium guy, Nexium, whatever you call that. Any of these guys, this Larry Ray guy, fat, pudgy, bald, kind of like me. <laughs> um, and it's, it's just wondered how people fall under a spell of a guy who actually is just totally a creep, looks creepy, sounds creepy. Um, how we how you manage to seduce so many people? I guess he has good talk. Um, what is Dave saying here? I worked as a construction worker at Miami University in a parking garage. The parking garage workers told us that the professors regularly had sex with students in the parking garage. Um, I guess I can say this now. He's dead. <laughs> uh, one of the professors that I used to work with in pathology was 80 years old. And he was having sex with a 20-year-old uh, who worked in the offices of the university. And his wife was participating. An 80-year-old with a 22, 23-year-old girl. And his wife was partaking in the uh, orgy. I don't know if you call that an orgy. Three-way, a, a trio, trio, menage a trois. And I used to say, and I, I did say, what the hell, I said this to an administrative assistant there, said, what the hell does a 23-year-old girl see in an 80-year-old coot like that? And the answer was, have you seen the size of that man's shoes? Wait, you're telling me just because his, the size of his shoes suggests that he has a big dick, that a 20-year-old girl is going to sleep with an 80-year-old creep? And the guy wasn't, you know... The doctor wasn't creepy in all aspects of his life. He was a pretty good guy in most aspects of his life. Um, but he was banging a 22-year, 23-year-old. Well, good for him, I think. 
uh, well, not good for him because that only went on for so long before she decided to sue the hospital and sue uh, him and cause him all sorts of grief that he didn't need. There's a price to pay for everything you do in this life, isn't there? Anyway, uh, so those are the things I wanted to talk about. I really, I am going to probably cut this one really short. I wanted to make sure that the numbers didn't get screwed up. Oh, I got some weird kind of itch going on in my arm over here. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just shot today. I am shot. Um, so. Uh, I think that's it. I think I'm going to end it right here. I know uh, I appreciate you people being here for me, but uh, it's one of those days where I really got to I really got to take care of myself and be back tomorrow. I do have a full week uh, this week. Let me tell you what, what we got coming up. Um, tomorrow. Is tomorrow evening or tomorrow in the morning? Tomorrow in the morning. Oh, Byron Lee Scott from Harmony Dreamers. Harmony Dreamers is a music group that collaborates with people around the world on musical projects. Very cool idea. It's a very cool um, thing to do and a way of bridging gaps uh, that I think we should we should probably do more of then uh friday uh wednesday i'm sorry i'm jumping way ahead ricky smooth a dj comedian will be with me in the morning and uh marianne uh scuscio will be with me in the evening to talk about alzheimer's and dementia then thursday i have a double dante thursday Dante Hale, comedian, will be with me in the morning. And Dante Ruscatelli, otherwise known as Dante the Comedian, a CEO of an entertainment uh, agency also out in California, will be with me on the evening program. And then uh, Friday, Tatum Shoesmith. Shoesmith. It used to be Shoemaker, I guess. Tatum Shoesmith (laughs) will be with me on uh, Friday morning. She's a singer, uh, very good singer, an up-and-coming pop star. So i got a full week. Now, people are trying to book for Friday night. I have a gig Friday night. Uh, I hope I'm uh, halfway normal for that. And so it's, it's going to be a long week. Now, somebody tried to book up Friday night for, it's very clear on the website, the booking calendar, that I don't do Friday night. Evening shows are for Wednesdays only. And then I get, uh, book Tuesday night. No. Wednesdays only. Oh, well, I book Thursday night. No. Wednesdays only. Okay, I book Friday night. And this is what happens. The other part of it is, um, and this is just a, a point of aggravation for me, that I just don't understand. People book to be on the show and then they want to rehearse I don't rehearse for my music I don't rehearse with the band I'm not going to rehearse for a podcast do you say to somebody come on over we'll hang out we'll talk we'll we'll shoot the breeze but let's rehearse it let's have a before we talk let's rehearse what we're going to talk about do you do that? I don't do that. For some reason, and uh, maybe it's because some people are just not 
I don't know, used to what podcasts are. They get nervous after they book the show. What are we going to talk about? Let me take care of what we're going to talk about. You just sit there and enjoy the conversation. Or don't enjoy it and give me some shit back. But whatever, respond in the moment. Don't. I don't believe in rehearsing conversations. And I'm getting more and more of that. Got two of those in the last 10 days. Can we rehearse or get together and have a pre-interview conversation? No. I don't want to talk to you until I talk to you. So I can feel spontaneous in the moment that I talk to you. Notice I just touched my nose. Something weird happened. And I, before I say goodbye, this is just, I have to. I think somebody punched me in the nose. <laughs> but I don't remember getting punched in the nose. But it feels like I always got a fracture up here. Feels like somebody punched me square on in the nose. I know what that feels like, believe me. It's happened. But I don't remember it happening recently. But I have the, uh, I don't know, wound? <laughs> I have the wound every time I touch my face. I feel like, ow, who hit me in the, who hit me in the nose? Did somebody punch me in the nose while I was sleeping? I think I'm going to have to set up a nanny cam on myself. I'm, I'm suspecting that maybe my wife just got so frustrated. She got woke up in the middle of the night and said, boom, punched me in the nose and went back to sleep. You think? Maybe. I don't know. It's a very short show today. 21 minutes in, and I'm ready to go back to bed. I do have to make a couple of phone calls, and then I will go back to bed. Anyway, I hope you have a great uh uh, William says the wife was tired of my snoring. Good morning, William. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. If she was tired of my snoring, she just choked me to death or poisoned me. Maybe that has happened. Wouldn't just punch me in the nose. Anyway, I'm, uh, I'm taking off. I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go rejuvenate, re recharge. Hopefully get better. And I hope you do the same too. Enjoy your Monday. Uh, watch out for the UFOs out there. Oh, wait, before I go, uh, William, I saw you reacting um, to a commercial on the Super Bowl. Uh, as a person who doesn't watch the Super Bowl, doesn't know, and especially doesn't care about that stuff, a lot of people were at, reacting to the same commercial. Uh, I think it was uh, Tubi, Tubby, whatever that streaming service is. And I tried looking it up and can't find out what the what any of the outrage is about or why people are upset. If you could, before I go, get, so I can rest easy, knowing what the fuck the uh, problem with Tubby or Tubi or whatever that streaming service is. What is it, man? Come on, spill it out. What what happened with the Tubby commercial? I think William said he was too high for that commercial online. I was like, what happened? What happened? Anyway, I guess I'm not going to know. He's not going to let me know. If you, you send me a DM later in the day, maybe I'll check my DMs. 
just all over the place and trippy. And that's got a lot of people upset about it because people were writing about it all night. Uh, anyway, that's not a show for you today. It was a momentary uh, pop-in just so I can keep the numbers in line. Tomorrow is episode number 311 of Coffee with the Dog, and uh, this is 310, and I just wanted to not have to redo the numbers, which is why I'm, I even came on today. Anyway, I'm going to go make some phone calls and then die. I'm going to make some phone calls and then die. You have a great day. Uh, don't get in too much trouble. Watch out for the UFOs. And uh, if you see any, just feel free to shoot them down. All right, bye for now.
to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me now.